so uh first episode proper episode about you know subjects um so let's go let's go <laughs> um yeah i think today we're going to be talking about sexuality why not why not you know gotta get it off my chest so um i have struggled with my sexuality i still i still struggle with my sexuality because it's a big thing for me to understand and accept i'm i've always struggled with self-acceptance self-love self-everything because i dislike myself a lot so it's you know it's something that it's you know taken time for me to to kind of come to terms with the fact that i um you know not attracted to men and well not just men and i and i have a girlfriend who i will probably end up marrying and it's scary you know because it it i don't know how aware some of you are of this but uh when you are you know in a brown household you have a lot of different rules and responsibilities and consequences so with me if i end up growing up and leaving and marrying a woman which i you know it 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 will happen that is what's gonna happen i will most likely get disowned by my family um Yeah, um, yeah. So it's scary because knowing that you could literally lose your entire family by loving who you love and being who you are is terrifying and heartbreaking. Um, but it, it is what it is, you know. You can't, you can't do anything about it. So it's like it's hard, but it, it's something that we deal with as human beings so you know it it, it, yeah uh enough about that enough about that so in terms of sexuality i had a very weird journey myself from being a little kid and i always knew something like was different about me i always i always knew i was like you know something's something's different about me i remember in the early years like year seven a when uh everyone around me all my friends were like getting boyfriends and having crushes on like celebrities and i was like what (laughs) i never understood what was so great about you know like what was so great about brad pitt and harry styles and all of these all these men and then they were getting boyfriends and they were so happy and they were lovey-dovey and I didn't understand what was so great about it because it didn't make sense to me but for some reason I always felt like I was the weird one because everyone around me was having crushes and flirting and liking people and I was kind of here like I'm not interested in any of that and I think it was because I wasn't I 
was under the impression that you could only have interests in boys and have crushes on boys and make moves on boys and I did not want to do that um I remember when I when I first had my first boy crush um it was it was my first proper 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 crush I was in like year nine and we went to like a club together and um it it was it's funny because we were flying and being children as we do and then um he didn't have the balls to ask me out as far and uh that just kind of got deaded until a year later when we started chatting again and then i basically was like fucking ask me out and then he did so this was about this was year 10 and um we'd started dating and it was like i was so happy because it was like oh my god like look i have a boyfriend wow and i was like you know that little happy teenager as as you are and uh you know I, I, i was going along with it you know being woo yay and you know all all the all the girls around me that were my maids were like i've seen what they were like in relationships and i was like oh yeah i want to be that type of happy and then when you know like when you call each other pet names like babe and baby i tried to do that with him and it was the most cringy thing ever and i and he he will agree because we're still mates today he'll agree it was very funny um yeah and uh because i wanted i wanted what they had and that's something that i wanted and he didn't he didn't want that type of relationship but anywho our relationship wasn't even a relationship it just kind of got deaded after like two weeks and um (laughs) this oh this this is bad this is bad please don't hate me but um (laughs) um basically the day that we broke up I kind of initiated it but it was a mutual thing and then when we broke up I ended up asking out the girl that I had a crush on on the same day so <laughs> broke up with my boyfriend and got with my girlfriend at the same on the same day well my ex now but you know on the same day so that was quite amusing and quite funny um when I told people about me having a girlfriend they all find that so fucking funny um yeah so once once you know he was over and i realized i had a crush on this girl i was so shook because i was like my feelings for this girl i remember the pretty sure the reason i got with that kid was because i was in denial about the feelings that i had for this girl and um you know when you're in denial you just like oh yeah okay i know what to do let me date this boy because then you know it will cancel out the feelings for the girl <laughs> yeah well it didn't do I'm actually making the girl the feelings my feelings for her ten times as strong. So that was in no way helpful at all as you can imagine. <laughs> um so you know when I when I ended up getting with her I didn't really have a label because I I was I had no clue what the fuck I was so I was like I really like you and I want to be with you but I don't know what I am and she was so understanding she was like yeah that's fine you know we don't have to come out and I was like oh brilliant thank you and I remember literally the the next day 
I had like a breakdown. I was at dance rehearsals and I was at rehearsals sitting on the floor thinking, oh my God, I have a girlfriend. And then I was thinking about my family and how they're gonna react and everything and I had a breakdown and um, couldn't breathe, it was it was terrible. <laughs> and I messaged her and then she was like, okay, do we wanna take a break? So then we took a bloody break on the fucking first day we were together, so that's, that was <laughs> fucking fantastic as you can imagine. <laughs> So, after that one day break, we were like, oh no, I hate this, we can't can't be on a break. And we ended up, like, you know, ending the break, lasted for like three hours. And then, um, yeah, we had our relationship, it was really chill. We tried to keep it low-key at school because um, I was in the closet, she was in the closet, I had no fucking clue what I was. A few days after we'd been together, I was like, oh, I think I know what I am. And I was like, I think I'm bisexual. So that was just kind of the label that I, I carried um, you know, carried around, and was like, yeah, yeah, this is my label, so this was in about April, and throughout that time, until November, we, me and this girl had been together for, she, we'd been together three times on and off, the first time we were together, then we broke up, or she broke up with me, then, um, lots of pain, lots of crying, that was my first, like, proper heartbreak, uh, yeah, because she, she was my first love, so the pain behind that was excruciating. Um, I actually remember everything because it, it happened at school, and when she broke up with me, I knew it was coming, and it happened, and as soon as it happened, at, at this point, my friends all knew, I went to my best friend at the time, hugged her and I was just crying into her shoulder and she was, my best friend at the time was also gay and she really, well she's bi but she helped me figure out my sexuality as well, I, I love her, we're not on the best terms right now but I will always love her and um, I'm very glad that she's, that I've had so many good memories with her but yeah so um, hugged her, cried into her shoulder as you can expect um, but yeah I remember the support she gave me and the love that she gave me after this break it was, it was it was incredible and I was very lucky to have her at the time. Um, little did I know this had happened multiple times because um, we would end up breaking up multiple times so you know brilliant as you can expect. Um, so you know a few weeks after the first breakup she, my ex-girlfriend, ended up apologising and we ended up getting back together and then we broke up again. I, I ended up with her because she was with another girl and I thought she was cheating on me. Yeah, it, 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 it's a long story. We'll go into that another time. <laughs> um, and then over the summer, I had actually realised that I had feelings for my best friend who um, helped me get through the entire breakups with my ex. And it was extremely difficult because me having feelings for her was not the greatest timing as you can expect um but i i I told her how i felt and she was very very you know calm and chill and loving and she didn't get weirded out which was really nice It, it just proves that if you have feelings with someone, just fucking suck it up and tell them because you will be in a better spot after. Because even if you get rejected, at least you tried. If I didn't try, I would have fucking 
hated myself. I'm glad I did, you know? So after I admit my feelings for her, she said that she didn't feel the same. And we moved on. And a month later, I ended up getting back with my ex. And when I did, I realised my best friend actually had feelings for me. So that was a big thing. But she didn't tell me. And that meant that we couldn't get together because I was with my ex anyway. But me and my ex ended up breaking up again, as you can expect. The worst thing was we broke up um, the end of November and I actually had came out to my mum a week before we broke up, uh, a few days after my birthday. So on my birthday, a few days later I came out. It was terrible, as you can expect. Um, A week later we broke up. But honestly, at that point, it, it... I knew it was going to happen, but it also broke me because that heartbreak from the end of November until February following year was so painful. It was, it was the worst one. It was like worse than the first one. Like it, it it was very painful and it hurt a lot. Little did I know there was going to be another one after, but you know. <laughs> so after that, you know, terrible pain and breakup. By the time it was uh, the end of February, um, the flying had started back up, and I, I, I was done with this whole beating around the bush. Where literally straight up was like, "What the fuck's going on with us?" And we had a conversation about it, and then said, because at this point we were doing our GCSEs because we did we were in year eleven. So I'm speaking so fast. <laughs> so like. Um, February onwards, we just kind of kept it chill, no label, but flirting, messing about, you know, being kids. And then, uh, I fast forward all the way to June, and the VCSE is around, around that time, it was coming to the end, and I wanted to have a conversation about this. So, I, you know, con- confronted her, as, as you would expect. <laughs> And it didn't go the greatest because I basically wanted to know, you know, what was happening with us, and, and she was really unclear and acted like she didn't really care, and that you know we wouldn't be a thing by September, even though she reassured me so many times that we would. And it, it broke me a lot. And at this point, we only had about two weeks of GCSEs left, so. F- Considering we, me and her spoke every single day um, and saw each other every day because we went to the same school. These last two weeks of GCSEs, I didn't speak to her. I didn't look at her. I didn't message her or anything. We had no contact. And the very last day, very last GCSE, I remember um, me and my best friend had just walked out of the exam because, um, you know, end of the exams, you can leave school. We just walked out and I was like, I'm done with her. And then she was like, block her. And I was like, you know what, that's a great idea. So I did, I I blocked her. And um, after that, that was it. You know, I I blocked her, it was done. We went to the park, my friend group, we had fun. Got fucked as you can expect. (laughs) Like all the teenagers do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that that was all a thing. And then uh, a few weeks later we had prom. With prom, well, we had leavers assembly first, and that was really awkward, you know, because I wanted I wanted a picture with her, and we had a picture, but it was really awkward, and yeah, it's, it's not great. But um, 
then we had prom and I, I looked pang at prom, prom like I know I looked pang I remember um I got really upset because my ex didn't ask me out to prom and I really wanted her to and I told my best friend this so one day after like exams it was I'm pretty sure it was that last day when I blocked my ex um walked back to her house walked into her room she said close your eyes I opened my eyes on her wall was um a piece of paper that said will you go to prom with me and when I tell you I cried <laughs> it's a fucking understatement I bawled my eyes out um yeah it was it was incredible she asked me out to prom it was it was really great this is this this whole podcast is meant to be about sexuality and it's literally just turning into me being sad about my best friend but you know we'll we'll, we'll continue <laughs> um yeah so after i blocked my ex i at this point i was struggling with my sexuality still like the entire time i, I was struggling because i didn't feel right being saying that i'm bi but you know i, I didn't i didn't think about it too much and then uh sometime in august i had a modeling shoot and um the modeling shoots that i go to um usually are uh prom wedding stuff like that so the one that i went to this day was a prom one and um i was getting all fancy you know dressed up in on these dresses and uh, messaged her because I just had that urge to be like hi I'm sorry and we had a conversation and it was a really emotional and bad conversation we argued and she hurt my feelings a lot and it, it didn't make sense because she had blocked me previously and in a, like one of our other relationships and when she did it broke my heart so me doing it she made it out as if me doing it now was so much worse um there's a lot it's it's yeah it was painful and uh yeah so when that you know argument happened we just kind of left it there you know we knew that we wouldn't see each other again because in september we'd be going different places so we went our separate ways and we didn't speak you know we met up once or twice and but but when we met up it wasn't like on American Earth, when we met up it wasn't the same connection because before we had really good connection and chemistry but this time it was awkward and it wasn't the same because so much had changed remember the second time the most recent time we met up I actually had a girl a girlfriend at the point of one I have right now and um and it, it was awkward because I was really happy about her obviously and she's my ex seemed really pissed and not even pissed just like kind of like bothered i think um and it it, it, i you know it was weird and i don't think we will meet up again because i we had a kind of section chapter chapter that's it we had our chapter in each other's lives and now the you know the breakup's over and everything's over and we've moved on it's kind of you know time to to leave that chapter where it is and continue on with this new chapter that I'm at because that old chapter was painful and I'm hoping that this one isn't as painful but in the whole process of of me and her I I made some big changes about myself sexuality wise I got more comfortable in myself but then when I went to college in September I also decided to 
not decided but I thought you know maybe I'm not bi maybe I'm a lesbian and I stuck with that label for a bit because it felt comfortable and recently um I've just kind of been like I haven't got a label and I was talking to my friend and I realized that I might you know be bi again um, yeah it's it's a it's a big thing that I'm not ready to sort out yet because it's just too complicated and too stressful so I think leaving it at that and just being no label is probably the easiest thing for me since it causes the less the least stress to my brain you know I don't I don't need a label I don't we're human you know we're not clothes we don't need labels so yeah I think sexuality is never a start point end point journey it's it's crazy you doesn't even need an end point like there isn't an end point like I thought when the first time when I was like oh yeah I'm bi I thought that was my end point but sexuality is ever-changing it's fluid it it constantly changes like I don't even know like what I am and that's okay because I'm not bothered by it and my girlfriend isn't bothered by it she knows I love her and I'm only in love with her and as long as she knows that I'm not really bothered about trying to figure myself out yet because I don't feel the need to label myself sometimes I do sometimes I have breakdowns and I'm like oh my god what am I what am I what am I but it's kind of come to a point where I'm like I don't need to label myself because my sexuality is my is my thing it's private I don't need to say oh yeah I'm this or I'm this because at the end of the day no it's no one's business except for mine and I'm comfortable identifying as queer or just gay in the umbrella term without having a specific kind of you know I'm this or I'm this because it just it seems very I don't know we're, we're people not clothes you know so I don't like labeling but uh yeah that was a long long episode uh I hope some of that you know helped <laughs> probably didn't but you know it's good to get that off my chest and that's a bit about me and my sexuality and my past and my you know, journey, my relationships, etc. Um, yeah, so I hope that was entertaining. <laughs> Me rambling on for 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, I will see you for another episode. Peace. <laughs>
but with with my ex she was in the closet to her parents but everyone at school and her friends were very aware so she i was her first proper girlfriend so of course she was so excited and happy and she couldn't keep it a secret unfortunately and she ended up telling everyone and i you know inevitably was outed by my own girlfriend son which was brilliant you know <laughs> bloody brilliant so uh, it was painful because i i you know this person that you are meant to be with is they're meant to protect you not make life harder for you and i i remember this this whole outing thing it i really struggled with it because it carried on from in the, the day we got together in, in year 10 till the end of my uh, secondary school time and even now it's been a year since i've been to that school but i still have the people from then i'm still worried about people's reactions and people's comments but you know it it is what it is and I'm glad that going to college I <laughs> see the thing about me is when I went to college I um within the second day or the third day had came out because I was so worried that people were gonna out me that I just wanted to do it myself and then it's it's something that's in my control because a big thing with coming out is that it's, it's your choice it's your thing you know it's in your hands but for me at secondary it wasn't in my hands because that was taken away from me and honestly I still haven't um got past that because it's difficult to, to comprehend you don't really know how to handle something like that you know like even when I spoke to my girl friend at the time and I and I was struggling because people were talking about me in front of me and it was difficult and I would talk to her about it and she just wouldn't care you know she wouldn't make a big deal out of it and she wouldn't support me because she didn't care frankly and she had done this to me and it was very 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 painful but the stupid little me didn't leave her because I was just so obsessed with the fact that you know she was my girlfriend and like I can't do that to her. Yeah, I was I was fucking stupid. Yes, we know. So yeah, this whole her outing me, it, it kinda spread. It spreads like wildfire, you know, she she told one friend, that one friend told someone else, and then that person told more people and it went round and everyone knew all of a sudden and it's so difficult to be trapped in something that you don't even know what's real and what's fake anymore because people could be telling you the truth and you literally have no clue you know people people could be lying to your face and i had a lot of that i had people you know acting normal to me and then secretly they they knew everything they would be chatting you know shit about me behind my back and it it was painful you know i, I was constantly talked about for so many different reasons like I remember this one friend that I had from primary school we moved into secondary together and we didn't really speak anymore so when I was with my girlfriend at the time when we kissed for the first time she told this girl 
and this girl isn't my friend anymore like at the time she wasn't my friend so she had known me for a lot longer started saying oh is she even allowed to kiss girls she's you know asian she's this she's that and it was painful because i thought that girl would never say that and that girl also was was gay as well keep in mind so you know that's even even worse um but yeah people just wouldn't stop talking about me and i also was head girl so i was like the head prefect the female one so it was difficult constantly being in the limelight constantly having people talking about you and it was like i couldn't even do anything about it because at the point at that time my family didn't know my friends were actually talking about me um as well like my friend group um at lunch obviously we would sit together and every time i went off with my girlfriend even if it was just to go to the you to get food they would talk about me and her behind our backs and not tell me and then i'd sit down and act as if everything was okay uh so so everyone in that school talked about me behind my back even my own fucking girlfriend at the time so it was difficult it really really proved to me that you don't know who you can trust and it is scary because so many people in this world will say that you're that they're your friend just to benefit them and then really they just chat about you behind your back like the people that were my friends quotation marks probably just said they were my friend because i was head girl and you know i could i could do stuff for them not that i did anything for anyone but you know it's just that idea of the if they got in trouble they could be like i'm friends with head girl she'll you know tell you how good of a person i am and then i'd stop them from getting expelled or something but it's like because i was such a nice person i couldn't even stand up for myself because even now i still struggle to stand up for myself i'm I'm one of them people that is too nice and someone could stab me a hundred times and i'd be like it's okay you know it's fine i'll put a plaster on it and then you know i just i just won't you know stand up for myself that has changed recently since going to college um you know like to homophobia and racism now i'm a lot more um uh vocal you know there's been many incidents that people have been homophobic and racist and i spoke up about it because i'm done being quiet and weird because in secondary um any racist or homophobic comments i got i wouldn't say anything back because i was so scared of hurting people's feelings but then it's come to a point now where i need to start i've realized at the beginning of college i need to start standing up for myself because if i didn't you know i'd get ripped to pieces and seeing how people in the past have ripped me to pieces it's something i didn't want to carry on and you know standing up for myself i've had many people tell me that i do it too much and that i'm too vocal and aggressive but in the nicest way possible i don't care because i deserve to stand up for myself when i'm you know getting discriminated against or you know getting getting made out to be the person who did the wrongdoings in an argument when i didn't even do anything that happens to me a lot and I remember this incident quite recently actually where one of my supposed friends had been homophobic to me and my girlfriend and 
she made it out as if I was, as if she was the victim, um, and I stood up for me and my girl, because I, I wasn't going to let something like that slide, and I'm proud of myself for doing that, because I'm done taking ownership of things that weren't even my fault, because most things that happen aren't even my fault, and the things that happen that are, I take ownership for. Um, but yeah, I just think when it comes to things like being outed, um, it's, it's difficult and scary because everyone is always saying, you know, you come out when you're ready, that's your thing, that's, it's your, you know, your right, your piece of information, and that's even what my ex-girlfriend said at the time, even though she outed me. I don't know if she knows the amount of pain that she caused me. Um, will I ever tell her? I don't know. But it's something I'm still not over yet because it, it it's scary. And that's kind of why from now on, from like, you know, from the beginning of college, I went on being very open about my sexuality because I was under the impression that if I tell everyone first, there's no way anyone can like you know out me so it's it's my choice if i had the choice and i didn't have to worry about people outing me i definitely wouldn't have come out straight away but i'm glad i did because it, it led me to find my current relationship and it led me to find the current friends that i have so i am glad that i did but if i had the choice to redo it all again and go back to my very first you know relationship i probably wouldn't i would i wouldn't choose to come out then because me doing that I say me as if it was my choice that happening has had a huge impact on me as a human being it's it's made me not really be comfortable with who I am at all because I'm so concerned about how other people are going to react and I don't even feel comfortable labelling myself as anything because I'm terrified like when I was labelled a lesbian I didn't feel comfortable with it and I still don't feel comfortable with that label but then when I picked the label like bisexual I still don't feel comfortable with that I just don't feel comfortable with any label because I'm so terrified that people are going to say something and it's 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 you know well people are going to spread stuff because I remember when I when I was outed um I identified as bisexual and a lot of people who knew my ex-boyfriend went to him and said oh yeah do you know your ex she's lesbian now everyone spread it and it, it really annoyed me because people are spreading you know incorrect information and it was frustrating because so many people were saying so many horrible things and going to him I didn't I remember when when this all happened at the very beginning when I was at this girl I really didn't want him to know because I don't even know I don't know I just didn't want him to know so the girls who did that I know who did that, I know both of the people who did that, and I'll never forget them, I'll never forgive them, you know, I I, I don't hate them, because I don't hate people, you know, people have hurt me, but I, I don't, I haven't got the ability to hate people, um, so I don't hate them, but I don't appreciate them, and I don't forgive them, they have no guts, and they're pathetic, to be honest, um, so yeah, you know, it's it's horrible. Um but yeah, I think 
being outed is something that is painful and if you have the power to do that don't because it ruins people's lives yeah that's all i'm gonna say on this subject so yeah peace